Welcome to Just the Two of Us, our bumpy journey called life. We are two friends that have been sharing our spiritual journey for the last 11 years. We've had wonderful moments and miracles on our journeys and also many bumps along the way. We love talking about all things related to spirituality, recovery, the heart, soul, and ego, and we enjoy sharing that with all of you as well. Today's topic is a compassion that reaches all of humanity. So where do you think compassion really stems from? Good morning, Chas. I think it has to stem from having compassion for ourselves, having empathy, not just for others, but it has to begin with us because trying to give away what we don't give ourselves doesn't work out so well. We tend to either give too much, give too little. Like when we have compassion for ourselves, we will know that we will have that balance in other relationships. But when we don't have it for ourselves, it, it won't be balanced. We'll probably end up giving too much. So, and compassion is not a feeling. I know people think it is, just like they think love is a feeling. But I'm here to tell you it's not a feeling. It's a knowing. It's just knowing that you care about people in general, not pick and choose, but um, have love and compassion for all mankind. And it can be challenging for, you know, some people we may think isn't deserving of that, but compassion doesn't pick and choose. God doesn't say, you know, you're worth it. You're not. Um, It has to be for all humanity. We may not like behaviors we can now like behaviors we can you know step back from those behaviors and not bring them into our life but at the same time we don't want to make ourselves the judge and the jury what are your thoughts Chess? yeah and i guess forgiveness comes in there too mm-hmm. with forgiveness comes more compassion and more empathy more softening yes <clears throat> yeah you know um, I think I'm, I know that I've made steps with compassion. You know, there was a time that I really didn't think I was a compassionate person. So I, it's like, I was constantly trying to prove it and constantly, yeah, just constantly trying, probably trying to prove it to myself. And, um, but that wasn't really compassion because inside I really hated myself. So, um, but in doing this work, I have found a lot of places of compassion for myself and, um, more forgiveness for myself, more forgiveness for others. So in doing that, it does soften those parts of me. And, um, I have, I have having, having compassion, having compassion for ourselves opens our heart. If, if we're shut down, if we're shut down and our heart isn't open towards ourselves or others, um, how are we going to give away compassion? Yeah, exactly. It's more like pity, right? Yeah. There's a difference between compassion and pity. Pity means I feel sorry for you, not in, in a way of feeling above that person. Yeah. And sometimes it's kind of kind of hard to have compassion and empathy for someone if you've never been in their shoes. 
And I've had a lot of situations where I've literally experienced things that have made me be like, oh, now I understand. Like now I understand more. And that has helped me gain compassion and empathy for others. Um, and like you said, not excusing behaviors, but I do understand more where they come from because I understand where they come from within myself. And I guess, I guess the more I understand that my own, you know, my own wounds, my own, the way I've acted out my own stuff, I can understand why others act out too. Doesn't mean that, um, yeah, that I want to be a part of it though. I don't know. And, and that's an act of compassion for ourselves too. boundaries, right? Not putting ourselves out there to get hurt over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Boundaries is uh, is self love to me. Is is self care. Yeah, and an act of compassion and love for that person. Yes. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's helpful for everybody. We don't want to be anybody's enabler. Yeah. You know, I was thinking as we talk about compassion. I was thinking of my mom. So I can look back now and see that there's places that I judged her. I'm sure like all all of us do with our parents in some way or another, but some of the things that I've judged her for, I find at this point in my life, I'm doing the same thing. Excuse, <laughs> excuse me. Um, thank you. Yeah, it's like, these, these are stupid examples, but you know, my mom loved to listen to talk radio all night long. She had this loud radio and uh, I don't know how my dad dealt with it, but she had that thing blaring all night long. She listened to it for years and years and years. And um, yeah, I think I felt sorry for my dad. I don't know why she was feeding all that junk to herself because it wasn't talk show hosts that I'd be listening to. Um, but um, nowadays I go to bed listening to podcasts. I mean, healthy podcasts, but still podcasts. And um, there's so many things I judged my mother for. I judged her that she wanted so much time alone after my dad died. It was like, I don't know, like we would go out to lunch. We would talk every day, like that sort of thing. But when it come to um, having people in her house, she just wasn't into it anymore. She went to bingo with her girlfriends and she went with me to lunch. And um, yeah. So, yeah, so... I probably judge her for spending so much time alone and liking her quiet and peace. But you know what? When I look back, my mom went through a lot because not just me, but my brother, and my sister, we all had addiction issues and, you know, and then my brother died. So, um, yeah, my mom's been through a lot and my dad was her best friend. So, um, but she came to this place when my dad was gone that she just really liked her alone time. And I get that. Like uh, COVID has helped me see that I really like it too. I may not have known. I may not have known that if, if it weren't for COVID, but yeah, I can, I see, I can understand mom today a lot better than I used to. There's something about the quiet and the peace and not having to entertain, not have to pick up after anybody. Just, just, that feeling of freedom, right? Yeah, totally. You know, I've totally judged people, but mostly myself for not, yeah, just 
thinking I was supposed to be that social person. I really, really thought that's the way it was supposed to be. But really, a lot of the people in my family are, they may not know it, but they are introverts. <laughs> they are. Whether or not they want to admit it, you know, they want to play the extroverted role. But really, we are. And um, yeah, I don't think I really understood that probably for me too until COVID really, really brought that side of me out. But um, yeah, I, I like I like my time to myself, for sure. And it reminds me of my sister, too, because when you talk about your family being introverts, my sister acts like she's outgoing, which I probably act, have acted that way, too. But, um, yeah, but the truth is that she likes the attention. She likes, she has to have a lot of attention. She likes the attention, but she doesn't like dealing with people. It's a mixed bag for her. So she avoids the phone. Her husband takes the phone calls. So she avoids all that. She avoids people when she can. Like she really prefers to be alone. But yet sometimes we're so afraid of being alone that we force ourselves to be in situations so that we don't feel that feeling, that fear. We don't feel the fear as long as we got people around us. So she's cleverly kept people around her. And I understand I, I have done that in the past, but she's an introvert. Yeah. If if she really could give herself permission to be honest with herself and she weren't so afraid of being alone, she, she would love it. I know that. So I guess my family too. My brother was probably the most outgoing of all of us. He just loved people, loved to make people laugh. He just, yeah. Yeah. He was, he was more of an extrovert, I think. Not yeah, sure. It seems like more and more like people are coming out about like, I don't know, that kind of stuff wasn't talked about before, even when I was younger and growing up and like, unless I maybe I just wasn't hanging out with those people. I don't know. But it seems like it's talked about more and more. Or maybe it's just the things that I <laughs> that I listen to, just that um, more and more people are admitting that they're introverts and that, um, yeah, just admitting that. And mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to spend time with yourself if you don't like yourself. So, <laughs> yes, you're right. It's, you know, I guess that's <laughs> where love and compassion comes in too. Like I, I probably didn't want to say, I liked my alone time, but it was probably really hard at one time because um, I had a head that just, yeah, came after me for everything, everything. And I didn't have any, love or compassion or truth in there to say otherwise so I just sat around believing everything that was running through my head and that's a dark place to be so on one hand yeah it's we like our alone time but um I guess you should probably like your own company mm -hmm. well um, I think these days do yeah more and more more and more and more yeah. Mm -hmm. And just letting go of that judgment of who I really am. Like I have to keep letting go of the judgment of who Chas really is and not the picture of who I thought she was. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, and I, I am, I, I think I am letting go of all those. Well, I know I am 
because even even conversations I have with family members and just being like nope like this is me and um, those conversations were really hard to have at one time felt like I constantly had to defend myself because I felt um, yeah guilt and judgment for my for Mm -hmm. feeling that way right oh yeah but I I I think more people are than aren't I think people cover up I think a lot of people cover up their introvertness, if that's a word, with <laughs> with extrovertness. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I watch uh, funny videos, but I see ones all the time that say, "And this is me making an extroverted decision, or make yeah, making an extroverted decision as an introvert." Like that's always gotten me in trouble. Like making plans, and then when the time comes, like dreading it. It it always happens. Like I just I don't know. So I like my mm. I like my time, but I like me yeah. more today too, and it makes a big difference. You're right. It does. I was thinking compassion. I was thinking about my sister as I was talking about her and, you know, having compassion that she lives in performance all the time. She, and I, and I get that one too. I was there. I feel so grateful that I don't perform anymore. Oh my God. That's so tiny, but that's what she does. And she wears herself out. Um, but she likes the attention. That's where we can get stuck. If we like the attention, we may not want to give up the performing. But I think for myself, I just came to a place where this isn't me. What am I doing? What am I doing? And maybe I just don't need so much attention anymore. Well, I know I don't. I know I don't need so much attention anymore. How about you? I I don't need so much. See, that's always been a confusing thing for me, too craving attention but when I get it like uh like it I think a part of it has always felt smothering to me I just wasn't honest about it today I can yes. be honest about it that it feels smothering I just I, I guess I wanted the validation I wanted that feeling more than I honored how it really made me feel mostly just smothered and violated that's not the not violated but uh, intrusive it just it feels intrusive um, to have that much, um, yeah, I guess attention coming my way. So, yeah, it's a double-edged sword, right? You want it, but you don't want it. Yeah. You, you want, I think you need it, but on the other hand, you don't really want it. Mm-mm. And, you know, when you're afraid of being alone, when you have a deep fear of being alone, you have a deep abandonment wound you're going to, you know, you're going to hang on to situations that don't work and just pretend it does. We lie to ourselves. Yeah, I've done it my whole life. Yeah, me too. Yep. Picked relationships and just stuck with it, even though it probably never felt right from the beginning on any of them, honestly. So, right. Yeah, it's changed a lot, but um but so has my so is my love and compassion level for myself. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. So yeah. What are your words for the day? Um if you hear noises because I have to go turn my buzzer off. 
on my stove. Um, my words today, um, connection, love, connection, peace of God. How about you? Mm, love, freedom. Yeah, I'll go with, I like connection today. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, connection to myself, to others. Yeah. So any, any last thoughts that you'd add on spreading com some compassion? Nope, I think that's it for me today, Jess. All right, well, thanks for being here this morning and thanks for sharing all your wisdom with us. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Just the Two of Us, our bumpy journey called life. Our hope is that you found what we shared helpful and that you take some of it with you as you go through your day. Until next time.